It is Wednesday, November the 10th, 2021, and Sean and Colin are going to read you some news. Articles. That is correct. That may be the most <laughs> accurate information we present today on the show. <laughs> easily. Easily. Can... I have, uh, I've been studying nothing. I got nothing in my brain, and <laughs> we're ready to go. We can absolutely 100% verify today's date. Other than that. Uh, yep, that's... That's all you can bet on from this podcast. But in that spirit, why don't we get rolling? And by rolling, I mean, um, have you listened to the new Limp Biscuit album? <laughs> I have not. I did not it's, even know there was one. There is, and uh, it's pretty fun, honestly. Fun, okay. Yeah. I've always thought of Limp Biscuit as a fun band. Like they're, like, like they're having fun? You can well, see that the fun it, in their faces? If they're having fun, then we're having fun. It's a two-way street. <laughs> right? I mean, uh, think about all this sad music you've listened to. Right. It's not fun. No, but I, I, I always think of Link Bis- Biscuit as kind of like an, an angry but helpless kind of band. Yeah, I think that. I think that's <laughs> accurate. But also, what could be more fun than being angry and helpless? <laughs> like a... Like a kitten or something, right? Kittens are adorable. Uh, that's true. So if you listen to Limbiscuit, it's the same thing as cuddling with the cutest little kitten. Yeah, I I endorse that. Uh, all right, on to the news. Uh, from NPR. This is a fun story. Uh, the U not Limbiscuit fun, but but decently <laughs> fun. <laughs> the UK will save thousands of its iconic red phone booth kiosks from being shut down. <laughs> How do you shut down a phone booth? <laughs> like, you board it up. Like people, uh, It will always be open as long as there are people to do drugs in it, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> There's a picture here. The lead picture is just like, I don't know if it's a protest or a celebration, but there's like people have like climbed on top of it and then there's a <laughs> mass of people just surrounding it. Uh, you know, there were people, these like British, just absolute dorks that were running down the hallway of their apartment, knocking on doors, being like, they're saving the phone booths. Let's get out <laughs> in the streets. And then <laughs> climbing around, throwing nasty looking food at stuff. Yeah. They say that like, you know, they don't, no one uses them anymore, but if someone was like in danger, if one of those calls came from a distressed child, an accident victim or someone contemplating suicide, You'd want that red phone booth to be there in a time of great need. That's true. But what if what if you're uh, in distress and you call 999 and it's like, please put in a a, a pence and you don't have any pences? <laughs> uh, I don't know. This, uh, one, oh, ever, this is kind of cool. This okay. one, this shows a picture. It's been changed into like one of those uh, give one, take one libraries. Oh, those are fun. That you see everywhere. Yeah, have you ever found a book in one that you wanted to read? Uh, no. I always check when I see one, and it's always yeah. just like... Uh, Dan Brown books? Yeah, Dan Brown, like, HTML1 <laughs> for dummies from, like, 1988. <laughs> <laughs> Who's, who is using this? The history of turnips or something? <laughs> Uh, let's see. This is uh, okay. This is not so fun. Biden to sign 
$1 trillion infrastructure bill on Monday. $1 trillion. That's, uh sounds like that old joke where a guy asks his dad for money. He's like, hey, dad, can I have 20 bucks? And dad's like, 10 bucks? What do you need five bucks for? <laughs> uh, like this started out as like a $50 trillion bill. Yeah. And now they're like, uh, yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're adding new books about turnips to all the free libraries. <laughs> we're getting I mean, updated yeah, that's barely any trillions at all. One trillion. That's like, <laughs> that's like the smallest amount of trillions you can even have. Yeah, if you if you're rounding up to the nearest trillion, I have a trillion dollars. <laughs> you do? Oh, yeah. only <laughs> I've, I'm I'm closer to one trillion than I am to the three point whatever trillion they originally. Oh, cool. Well, why don't you just fund the bill? Just pull Elon Musk I mean, and offer. <laughs> That's uh, the media really jumped all over that one they're like oh dude elon musk is gonna fix everything and it's like no are you talking about like, the hunger thing yeah well you explain was, to our explain to our listeners real quick what what we're yeah, talking about here uh i think elon musk tweeted something like i'll give what was the amount uh like, six billion dollars well i think someone tweeted him first and they said uh, 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 uh we could solve word hunger with just whatever percent of elon musk is wealth like one percent or something or right or whatever right. or point five percent and he was and he like tweeted like yeah i'll give six billion dollars to whoever if they can come up with a plan for exactly how they're gonna do it right which i think he was just being disingenuous he's like yeah i'll totally do it if you can show me exactly how it's completely transparent like he, he didn't mean that. <laughs> right in a way in a way that i 100 percent agree with and don't have it and no one has any issues with <laughs> right across the world yeah and then and then all the all the news sites were like, Elon Musk promises to stop world hunger. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, guys. Yeah. Stop sucking his dick. Uh, let's see. More. Should we go to the back? Still sticking the White House from businessinsider.com. Joe Manchin. 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 It's like a chin on a man. It's not like a, it's not like a house. Not like a giant house. Just like a, <laughs> a bony edge of a face. Manchin. Joe Manchin slams rising inflation and dismisses the Biden administration's argument that it will be short-lived. Is inflation funny? Inflation. So if you look at the 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 five pillars of comedy, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> you've got uh uh you got inflation, obviously. Right. You've got teamwork. Right. You've got surprise. <laughs> uh you got uh, farts and pee and poop. <laughs> it's all one pillar. Uh, yeah, and you've got uh, Robin Williams style oh. talking really fast. <laughs> the five right. pillars of comedy. Uh, but generally, when they say that, they mean like on Looney Tunes when uh, Wile E. Coyote gets like a, a bicycle pump stuck in his mouth and then the road oh, right. pumps him up and he floats away. Right. That's generally what they mean. Uh, right. I have a feeling Joe Manchin uh, probably doesn't mean that. Right, economic inflation, not so much featured in the Looney Tunes cartoons. <laughs> um, probably sure a college course somewhere. It's like economics is taught by Mel <laughs> Blank. <laughs> uh, probably because, right, pump, pumping up the Roadrunner or whatever is a lot funnier. 
or what? What? What's the other dude's name? Uh, Wiley Coyote. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh. Oh, the other funny one is like when they when they have a hammer and they like they they swing it and they accidentally hit their toe, and their toe just like <laughs> swells up and is huge and yeah. red. Again, uh, the the inflation pillar of comedy gets like huge. <laughs> Um, another great scene I remember is when um, uh, from the film Bruce Almighty Mm -hmm. when he realizes that he's God and he just starts making things bigger around him like the moon (laughs) for example or the lady the lady next to him he makes the lady next to him bigger well not the whole lady Oh yeah, yep. Dude, like I said, uh, inflation-based comedy. Inflation-based. Uh, you know, at the beginning, I was joking, but this theory is <laughs> series actually coming together pretty well. <laughs> yeah, when in doubt, just freaking make something bigger. <laughs> That's all you gotta do. Although, did he do both, or did he just do one? Because one getting moon? really big is uh, no on the lady. Oh, uh, I, th- I think I think it was both, if I remember correctly. But okay. one might be, might have been funnier. I don't know. Yeah, th- that's my gut instinct, but it also probably wouldn't have made as much sense, uh, right? You know, for the film, right? Kind of d- displaying the undertone of his character as being a closet chauvinist or whatever it was. Yeah, just just a horny magical god man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's go to NPR. Why is NPR all, all over the... Everything's from NPR today. All right. A solar firm owner is sentenced to 30 years over a billion-dollar Ponzi scheme. Only a billion I, dollars? Yeah, only a billion. It's, it's minor. Was minor he Ponzi trying? Scheme. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like a Ponzi scheme... Every Ponzi scheme I've heard of is like $200 trillion. Right, Bernie Madoff stole the entire New York Mets. Right, and this guy and, just barely broke a billion with a B. Yeah, I, they should put him in jail for longer. Yeah, for for, not for being shitty better. at for being really shitty at Ponzi schemes. <laughs> <laughs> like if you're gonna do it, do it. Go big or go home. Um, Man, I hate Jeff this guy Carp. Carp off, carp, carp off. It's like, it's not like a car. No, it's like a, it's like a fish. It's like, it's like when you're fishing and you catch a certain fish and you need to remove the fish from your line. You take the carp off the hook. Jeff, carp off. That's it. <laughs> Mnemonic device. Reading. Yeah, that's the. We're we're we've gotten a lot of complaints over the last uh, seventy whatever episodes about. Uh, the names that we use not being easy enough to remember. <laughs> and so Sean has promised to come up with a, an easy-to-remember mnemonic for every actor who comes up. <laughs> not, not, in a, not in a theatrical sense, but in an agency sense. Right. Uh, in a Ponzi scheme sense. <laughs> this guy... I don't know. Have you ever been... Have you ever uh, fallen for a Ponzi scheme? Uh... I may have, but while I ponder that, we, we also need a mnemonic for uh, U.S. Attorney of the Eastern District of California, Philip Talbert. 
Uh, well, it's like um, it's like uh, Bert and Ernie, the characters yeah. from Sesame Street, and if um, and, and if and if Bert came up with a brand new uh, formula for his own um, makeup powder made out of talcum, he would probably have to name it Tal- Talbert. I don't know. That's the best I can come up with. Okay. Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know where you're going with that. Uh, my my instinct was to go with Taliban, and I think yours is, is way better with the, the talcum powder. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I just, I mean, Bert, if Bert, I feel like Ernie's more of a Taliban joining. Yeah. Like, Ernie would be way more likely to join the Taliban. So it would just be confusing. Yeah, I feel like I feel like if Ernie did, it would be because like he got duped into it. <laughs> He's kind of a gullible rube, right? So right, like, and that's that's how most hey guys. Why are we uh, getting onto this uh, Toyota Hilux? <laughs> <laughs> what do we uh, What do we need uh, these guns for? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's great. <laughs> oh, all right. Um, Washington Post, where democracy dies in darkness. See, I don't like I don't like that slogan from them because I don't think they explain it what they mean by that well enough. Because like, to me, it seems like they're this. That's like their that's like their mission. Yeah, like, <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna make like, sure that darkness envelops everything and that <laughs> democracy dies there. Yeah, you need the Washington Post for democracy to die in darkness. <laughs> We're here to kill democracy. I mean, in darkness. I don't know. I mean, kinda. They're <laughs> the ones that are printing all that the stories that are like, actually, trillionaires are good. <laughs> it's like, Is yeah, that the wonder, Washington Post? Yeah. Like, I wonder if Jeff wrote that. Um, Prince Harry says he warned Twitter the day before January 6th Capitol riot. <laughs> Wait, what? You know who also warned Twitter? Everybody who was involved in the Capitol riot. <laughs> right. They were kind of blasting it out. Man. It, was, it was kind of everywhere. <laughs> Thanks, Everyone Prince Harry. Is, it happen. Is, it, uh, is Prince Harry just... Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Mark Wahlberg. He's just like... <laughs> you know, if, if I had been there, it wouldn't have happened. Or it would have happened a lot differently. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think he, he, he doesn't realize he's just like a guy. He's just like a person who has no expertise or experience, really. Does he have, I mean, what is, what is he? Uh, he what, on on what basis does he, does he even think that he can make claims to, to anybody about anything? Well, he was in the British Army, which... I assume they mostly fox hunt. I'm not really sure <laughs> what the British Army does. Um, but he was in it. Um, and uh, I think that's about it. But, like, if you're in the British Army, is like the prince of the country. Like, <laughs> Yeah, they're, they're not going to be like, like, all right, the prince to the, the front lines. <laughs> I don't know, that's send how they in, used to do it. Send in, in the like, prince. <laughs> yeah, no, he never got anywhere near any any action. I'm We've sure. got an Ernie on our hands in Afghanistan. 
We're going to have to send in the prince. <laughs> you going to have to send in SEAL Team Bert. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of other unqualified people who are saying things out loud with their mouths, <laughs> uh, from Fox News, Matthew McConaughey says he wants to find out more information before mandating vaccines for his children. Okay. Well. <laughs> I don't cool. know, man. Just go, go find some more information. Like, yeah, don't actually don't don't go do your research because I can what? imagine what kind of research Matthew McConaughey is going to do. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey. You could actually just ask someone who knows. Yeah, like a scientist. A scientist who worked on the trials, maybe. <laughs> That'd be easy, and then you wouldn't have to say anything to the news. Uh, he was he was in that movie Bernie though, which is a very good movie. Uh, Have you seen that one? Bernie? No. Yeah, it's not about Bernie Sanders. Oh, I, I was I was thinking it was a combination of it was like Bert and Ernie get <laughs> it kind of is in a turned way. into Siamese twins or something. I don't know. Imagine, yeah, imagine Bert and Ernie get combined into a funeral director played by Jack Black, and that's the movie okay. Bernie. Basically, um, this is a fun story. Washington Post. We're back at the Washington Post. It's just always they write good stories today. What can I say? <laughs> uh, Can't wait to and in the podcast unceremoniously. Uh, sinking to volley. Uh, ask. Hold on. The paywall just covered it up. Uh, prompts the question: Are you still a country if you're underwater? That is a you good seen question. This? Uh, Tuvali, you know, the I minister, the minister from Tuvali did like his whole speech for the COP twenty six, COP twenty six, COP twenty six, whatever you say, however you say it. Uh, he did it um, like from a place that used to be above water, but is now underwater. Uh, he was just like standing in the water with his like podium and everything, which was like a little bit contrived, but at the same time, it was like. You know, I feel like this is a good opportunity for us all to go back and rewatch C Lab. Did you watch, oh, yeah. watch C Lab twenty twenty one back in the day? Uh never seen it. What's the what's the what's the story there? Um it's basically uh it's a it's an adult swim cartoon about uh living this like underwater what would you call it? Out outpost laboratory. Right. Um, I haven't watched it in, in a long time, but I think that may answer the question for us. I was going to ask, what, what do they think about sovereignty of land that is underwater? Let's see. Um, but used to be above water. Uh, I'm not sure, but I'll reach out to the character uh, Dolphin Boy, <laughs> and we'll see. Uh what Dolphin Boy has to say about it. All right. Uh, yeah, we'll save that for next episode. <laughs> we'll get back to it. Um, we'll crack that case wide open. Let's see. Um, BBC.com, news from Paraguay. Police Paraguay. probe Stradivarius violin theft motive in double murder. Oh. Let me say that again. Police probe 
Stradivarius violin theft motive in double murder. It's a lot to take in. It is. I feel like a Stradivarius is a little too high. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, too high visibility of a target to do yeah. a double murder theft on. Yeah. Like there's there's only like what like a a hundred remaining Stradivari, and they like all have names and Wikipedia pages. it's not going to come up for auction and they're going to be like yeah cool i'm glad that showed up everyone they all have like individual documentaries made about them and then prequels (laughs) to those documentaries (laughs) and they'll have little cards in them like library books from when we were kids and they stamp your name (laughs) on it or whatever it's like yeah this one belonged to itzak perlman for a few years in the 70s and then all right this article And now I've named all of the professional violinists I can think of. Uh, This article really says nothing about either. Those two people were murdered. But they didn't. They just, they said these two were murdered. And it appeared to be related to the theft of the violins. But but, uh, no. Did the violin get thefted, or was it like they came in? Oh, like, wait, wait, the, wait, where's the no? Okay, so there were no violins involved. They were, <laughs> they were just yeah, looking, another violin-free murder. <laughs> Damn, they were looking for authentic authentication certificates so they could sell the instruments that they had already stolen. <laughs> but I don't know how these people. Oh, because this dude's an archaeologist. I don't know. Uh, so. I mean, why wouldn't you just get some fake authentication documents? Yeah, that's the. I feel like you've already gone to the trouble of stealing a ten million dollar violin, right? Like, just get some some guy from the dark web to make you one. (laughs) Well, (laughs) if you could just do that, then don't even steal the violin. Just like get the authentication certificate for a different violin that you just have to steal. See, we should commit. I don't crimes. know. I think we'd be, we'd be really. If I we put our heads together, business, man. <laughs> I don't know. Be, I've always thought it would be fun to to do a really like poor job of an Ocean's Eleven type caper, right? Just like plan it all out and then have it go not according to plan <laughs> at all at any point, and just everyone gets caught. Been practicing for like. 11 weeks in a warehouse that looks with an exact copy of a building <laughs> and then we show up and like oh yeah the, the guard got diarrhea and he wasn't <laughs> where he was supposed to be and we all went right. to jail for a hundred years right and like a cat like appears and like jumps and like scratches someone and that like <laughs> triggers the smell of the dog who barks and then it, it flips like a the dog like flips a pinball down this like Ruth Goldberg machine <laughs> and it <laughs> starts a mouse running in a wheel. Right. Exactly. Lights a match and yeah. And, and then, which then we'd end up yeah. on this on this podcast. <laughs> just <laughs> hapless super bungle uh you know oceans uh one and a half yeah theft totally Totally screwed up. 
<laughs> they're trying they're trying to steal a seven hundred dollar Yamaha guitar. <laughs> uh, from eonline.com. I don't think we've ever used this as a source. Uh, it's about time. Josh Gad and Ryan Reynolds Ryan Reynolds have the best reactions to Paul Rudd's sexiest man alive honor. Well deserved, I would say. He's, Paul he's a good looking good looking young man. It, yeah, I just I don't see how he could win after so many years of not winning. <laughs> yeah, it seems like it seems like that one person should get that until they stop looking. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Same. If like if like the last sex <laughs> man alive is still alive. Yeah, if you and look at pictures of Paul Rudd, like Paul Rudd was alive. He's been alive for many years. <laughs> if you look at pictures of Paul Rudd from 2020, he looked like dog shit. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> it's just this year that he's really turned it on. I mean, is it like is the award just like for who got in the best shape this year? Who like <laughs> <laughs> who uh pushed off their uh second helpings of cheesecake the best in the last calendar year? I think it should I mean it should either go to like you gotta wait till someone guy dies or you gotta give it to like a baby, you know? Uh, I don't know if you can give a world's sexiest baby award. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel uh, like well, you know what? Hot water. When when does a man become a man? Let's say uh, eighteen years old. You gotta give it to the same guy. Or you gotta yeah. get get to a guy who just turned eighteen because otherwise it just doesn't make sense. I feel like you gotta you gotta pick the twentieth sexiest man on earth, and then have them fight for it. Till only one remains. <laughs> True, that would that would make a lot of sense because it would be the sexiest man alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, not just the sexiest man that we just decided on this year because that's just who we picked, which is what the award should be called. All they, right, they should also award a sexiest <laughs> dead man <laughs> award. <laughs> <laughs> are they digging up graves to check on them like <laughs> how how far has he decayed this year nope still still looking good um all right from denverpost.com dp uh New Belgium Brewing merges with Bell's Brewing to create one of the largest craft beer conglomerates in the U.S. Holy shit! They are are they just going to be one company like New Bell's? New Be- oh that Brewing? works. New Bell's Jum. Bell's Belgium. New Bell's Belgium. Uh, yeah. What's the name? Michigan. Oh, New Belgium has acquired Bell's Brewery, so they just like bought them. Uh, yeah, I feel like I feel like every. Like medium-sized brewery like that owns us another brewery. Yeah, like every every brewery in Birmingham is owned by one brewery. Really? Point. They're all owned by Basically. one. Basically, mm. Avondale and Good People are all owned by the same people. Um. Yeah, that's why I, I think breweries need to get smaller and smaller. Like micro breweries, just not small enough. Mm-mm. We need to go. You need, to like... <laughs> you need to go to some guy's garage where he has three gallons of beer. 
right. bubbling away in a Home Depot bucket. Right. Otherwise, you're just a sellout. Like people with like, you know, like crews and cleanliness standards. Yeah, get that, that out expected of here. By <laughs> I want boards. my beer to have a little grit in it. <laughs> yeah. I want it to be uh, hurt my teeth. Yeah, if it's not possible Especially. that a bacteria that will give you brain damage is in that beer, then <laughs> it's not it's not micro enough. Yeah, I want I want beer to be like drugs. <laughs> like you you have no idea what's in it. You just blindly drink it. Yeah. Maybe like, it's pure ethanol or methanol. Which one's the bad one? Methanol. Uh, <laughs> like did that brewer lace it with fentanyl? <laughs> I don't know. Fent, fent, fent brow. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it's like the the new the new dogfish head, hundred and eighty minute IPA, ninety percent alcohol and. <laughs> Two milligrams of fentanyl. Uh, do you put hops in your beer? No, Her- heroin, heroin only. <laughs> it's the German purity law of. <laughs> <laughs> you can only have four ingredients: water, yeast, malt, and narcotics. Pure Afghani heroin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think it's time to wrap it up. It's been fun. This has been Sean yeah. Collin, Read the News. Uh, oh, I was thinking about a theme song the other day. Oh, yeah? Um, is, it the, is it the Cialis commercial where they, they have that song, Don't You Worry About a Thing? Yeah. But it's like, Sean and Colin, read the news. <laughs> and it's like an old guy in a bubble bath with his wife or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll work that out for next time. Sure. All right. Bye. Uh, no, no.